Hey you, it's me, your host, Queen Helen, your favorite broker in charge and travel agent. Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is about being an entrepreneur, having a boss mindset, and believing in yourself. Girl, I am so glad you tuned in. This show is going to teach you about bossism, succeeding as an entrepreneur, having kingdom principles, traveling the world, and triumph to victory. I am going to have interesting conversations on my show because this is where real meets real estate. I'm really glad that you're here, so let's get to it. You're listening to another episode of Let Me Explain. Hey you, today's podcast is going to be about the golden touch. I'm going to just say in full disclosure that This podcast, I am going to go straight off the dome. So I know you've noticed that I'm a girl who likes the color in the lines. And I like to know that what I'm doing is right. I want to know that it sounds okay. And I'm just hard on myself. So doing this podcast, I think I've told you guys before that this podcast for me is like overcoming the fear of being alone. And in this podcast, or in a previous podcast that I've done before, I have also um, told you like about that process for me. So you probably know by now that I am a spiritual girl. And I believe in God, right? Um, I know where my help comes from. And I understand where my help is going to continue to come from. But fear, the four-lettered big word, is something that paralyzes each and every one of us. So what I'm going to have to do is go back to my roots. So excuse me for being unapologetically, authentically So I'm going to ask God that you increase in me and decrease myself so that I can help somebody else. So my whole goal and purpose, I know what that is. It is to be a servant to other people and to help someone. So um, before doing the podcast, um, I started out as a nurse and as you hear me saying, um, like I hear myself saying, um, too. So just so that you know, that is one of the things that I fear is you hearing me say, um, but on this podcast, I'm just going to be me. So you're going to hear the ums and I'm not going to actually edit this podcast. That's another fear. So I'm like, I feel my heart beating. (laughs) I feel my heart beating so fast because I'm doing something that I am afraid to do. So I'm going to go off the dome. I'm going to share something with you and then I'm going to break it down Queen Helen's way. And I hope that you will allow me to explain. So there is a principle that I want to talk to you about today. It's another kingdom principle and it's called faith. 
So this kingdom principle, let me tell you that your faith will get you the right attention where this podcast is going to be about having the golden touch. Your faith will get you the right attention, so much attention that it can actually make you rich. Absolutely rich. But we have to understand that becoming rich doesn't always mean monetarily. It's important that you know that money cannot buy you happiness. Many people are rich and they are not happy. I suppose let's take one of my favorite actors, Robin Williams. Outside, he looked so happy and I would have never expected that his life would have taken the turn that it took, which caused him to take his own life. Same thing with Twitch. I cried so much when I found out that he died, right? All I could see was all of the happiness and love that he was putting into this earth that when we watched him on social media, we felt all of his energy and all of his vibrations. And I would just continue to ask myself, like seeing people that are, appear so happy externally and we know that Twitch had money, right? He he was blessed with um, the positions that he had, which put him in places that he acquired money. We know that it it should have been enough, right? And the same thing for Robin Williams. It's like we um, we just think that Money should be enough. But in these two situations, we saw that money did not buy them happiness. And quite frankly, it will not buy you happiness. Some other things that money cannot buy you. Money cannot buy you time. So no matter how rich you are, you cannot get back time. Once time is gone, it's gone. You can always get more money, but you will never get the time. Money will not buy you purpose. If you don't know your purpose in life, I don't care how much money it is that you have. Finding your purpose in life is not even about you getting more money or having more access. It's about knowing who you are and what you were supposed to do during your time that you were here on earth. And when we talk about time too, Let's just talk about that little dash that you have whenever you actually leave this world. It matters what you did in the dash, not on the day that you were born and not on the day that you pass away. Love. The funny thing about money is, listen, in 38 years, I have never seen a situation or a receipt for love. I have seen and I have heard about several receipts for love less, okay? Like hate, envy, and jealousy. There are, listen, (laughs) tons of receipts for that. But it's mind-blowing to me that 
there's not enough receipts for showing love and compassion for others. And no matter how much money you have, it just doesn't equate to love. Health. This is a very crucial part of your life. It is crucial that you live, right? Um, We want to live just as much as we wake up to breathe every single day. But while money can buy you access to health and it can pay for the most prestigious doctors in the world, um, it will not help you to sustain your natural life. No matter how much money you have, your genetics and biologics is biologics. True friendship, that takes us right back to love. Money can't buy that, nor can it buy true friendship. And I think Drake said it best, no new friends, no new friends. Because they're not going to come to you anyway. And most times if they do come to you, you have to question whether or not that friendship is authentic or whether or not they are there just because uh, you can provide something to them. Manners. Um, You can take all of the etiquette classes that you wish to take, but Money can't change what's authentic. You are wired to be who you are. It will never buy you etiquettes and confidence. I see people that have, you know, the best of the best, the haves and the have nots. But no matter how much money you have, most people are still not confident in itself. But Um, wisdom will definitely make you confident, not money. So in talking about this, again, the reason why I was telling you about the riches, it's because faith is the starting point and accumulation of riches. But being rich does come with a healthy cost. And being rich is more than being wealthy. There is a lot more in riches than money. Money will acquire pleasure, but it won't do a lot of things. But faith, faith is the basis of all miracles. And it is the basis of mysteries that science cannot explain. Let me ask you this. Did you realize how much you actually pray silently to yourself during the day? Do you know that you actually pray just as much as you think? Did you realize that acting on your thoughts and acting upon your beliefs is actually considered faith? Did you know that when you hope for things that you cannot see, it is actually activating your faith? Okay, so let's talk about this story. I have a powerful story that I want to share with you. It's so powerful that the name of the person is not important than the context. So there was a woman who had suffered from a issue of blood. And I digress. When I read this story and the original understanding that I had of this story was that the issue of blood was blood-borne pathogens like hepatitis, hepatitis C, or HIV. And who told me to think that it was that anyway? I have no idea, but I can just imagine that because of the field that I worked in when I 
red blood issue. It just totally went to blood borne. But I later learned that it was not blood borne. It was just an issue of blood that she had an issue with bleeding, which was probably profuse as a menstruation. Well, this woman was well known in the area that she lived in because she had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. And she had suffered a great deal. And no matter how many doctors that she went to see or how much riches or money that she had to pay for help, she could not get healed and they could not figure out how to stop her from bleeding I can imagine that because it was a blood issue that instead of like, you know, having a normal menstrual cycle, um, she was bleeding every single day of the year for 12 years. And as a as a as a woman or just as a person, I can't imagine anyone that would feel okay about bleeding every single day and you also know, you know, when you're going through menstrual cramps that it hurts. So not only is she bleeding, but she is hurting every single day for 12 years. I'm going to tell you, if I hurt for one day, I'm like, okay. You know, two days, I'm like, okay, let me let me take some, some ibuprofen. Three days, I'm like, okay, when is this going to be over? But for her, she bled for 12 whole years. And it was getting worse. She had heard about a person that was coming into town. And she wanted to meet this special man, this this man who could heal people that she heard was able to do miracles And she thought that if I could just go to this place where this man is, if I could just be around him, maybe I would feel better. But she thought also that if I could just get behind him and and you know what, I might not be special enough to actually be able to have a conversation with him. I might not even get close enough to him that I can even um, get his attention. Um, But I just want to be in the place where someone can heal me or do for me what they did for someone else. So she traveled and she went to where he was. She wanted what everybody else wanted. She wanted healing. She wanted to feel better. She wanted to feel alive again. She wanted to stop hurting. And there were other people that were there too that were looking for the same type of miracle. So you can only imagine how crowded it was when she went to this place. But she told herself that if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately, When she touched his robe, she was healed because she told herself and she believed that she would be healed. When she touched this man, it was a golden touch. And 
he felt the touch. I can imagine that it felt like a bolt of lightning when she touched him. Because when she touched him, the story says that he asked, who touched me? But the story also goes on to say that when he asked who touched me, it frightened the lady. If someone asked who touched me, I've never seen a situation where they just ask a question and there's no feeling behind the question that it makes anyone get afraid unless you, you know, you did something wrong and they're, they're asking questions and you're getting kind of nervous. But it says that she was frightened because he had asked who touched me. I'm going to just imagine that perhaps he did not just say who touched me. He must have screamed. Okay. And when he screamed, it frightened her. She felt convicted that he asked because she felt that bolt that I described the same way that he felt it. So he knew that somebody received something from me. And I want to know who that is. She felt convicted that she fell to her knees because it wasn't just a touch. There was plenty of people that was touching him in the crowd, but it was a golden touch. And whoever touched him knew they touched him the same way he did. So um, um, the pivotal point is that when he asked who touched him, there was a reason behind the ask. When she admitted that she touched him, he told her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. That golden touch mattered. And why did he ask who touched me? Because it was something in the touch that was faith. But now let's relate this faith to your present life. The problem is most of you don't even realize how much faith that you have. In your mind, there is no such thing as faith. But the fact is, whether or not you are religious or spiritual or not, You do have faith. When faith is blended with a thought, your subconscious mind will instantly pick up on the vibration. So let me give you another example. I know that many of you have rode in a car before, and many of you probably have also seen the movie, I was going to say story again, but the movie, Final Destination. And in Final Destination, there's a scene where, but let's just imagine When you leave your home, do you ever imagine that you are going to be the star actor or actress in Final Destination? And when you leave home, you're going to drive down the road. You're going to be following an 18-wheeler, and the 18-wheeler is carrying rods of iron. Do you ever imagine that the rods are going to be released, and it's going to come bursting in your window, and it's going to go straight through your brain? from the impact. It's going to crack your windshield and go straight through your brain. I don't know anybody that has those weird type of thoughts about their demise. In fact, when you leave home, you use infinite intelligence and you imagine and affirm that you will return home safely and you imagine yourself cooking dinner or watching your favorite television show or whatever it is that you have to do for the day. You never imagine your demise. Another example of radical faith is, have you ever imagined how much trees weigh? Have you ever imagined and manifested your own outcome with your faith? I'm pretty sure that you do. 
Because you never envisioned that while driving down the road that all of the trees on both sides of the road would all fall simultaneously on you and ultimately being your demise. No, you actually manifest what you desire to happen. You silently pray to yourself that you'll get wherever it is that you are wishing to go and that you're going to get there safely and you imagine that you are going to be there on time or not on time and that you're going to go about your day. These examples are proven abilities that you do have the power to achieve the definite purpose if you solely demand it. One key factor about the woman with the issue of blood is not only that she understood the power of her subconscious connection, but she also realized that there may have been power also in her touch. She believed that if I could just touch something, I will get this. Well, faith without works is dead. So what she thought she had subconsciously actually reproduced itself into material form and substance once she act on it with the golden touch. So let me explain it to you one more time. What you think that you have subconsciously will reproduce itself into material form and substance the moment that you actually begin to act on your desires and your thoughts. I am telling you, that it will manifest and come alive. So the question is, if you have so much power in your subconscious mind, what are you waiting for to act on it? Faith itself does not take much effort. It requires so little that you voluntarily plant a seed in your subconscious mind for all of your thoughts and your desires to be acquired. Your mind is so fertile that it is important that you realize that you should watch the energy that you are putting in and that you are getting out of your mind. For me, everything in my business, I manifested. Nothing that I have was given to me from a person, but it was given to me from God. When I first started to manifest and follow simple steps of writing the vision and making it plain. And we're talking straight from the book of Habakkuk. I began to write out everything that I wish to receive. And some things came instantly, but others did not. But the fact is that whatever I wrote, I believed in it with every being in my body are you being because just like me you have the key to your own subconscious mind you have the key to control what you're going to do today or not you have the pen in your hand it's up to you whether or not you draw a monster or not You should believe that whatever thoughts that you have, whether or not they are negative or positive, will happen. Speaking of the negative thoughts that you have in your mind, I also read a book about a woman who was in perfect health. But although she was in perfect health, in her mind, she believed that she was sick. And I'm not just talking about sick, having a cough. I'm talking about she believed that she had cancer. 
And when she would go to visit the doctor, she would touch herself on her, let's say, right breast. And she would tell the doctor that he was missing what was inside of her because she knew that she had cancer in that right breast. The doctor ran several tests, blood tests. He did several radiology tests. And in all of the tests that he would do, he never found cancer and never found a mast. But this woman, she believed so much that she had cancer to eventually she turned into cancer and cancer was indeed her demise. Don't let your negative energy be your death. Be heavy on the energy that you wish to manifest because what you think and what you believe will be. There is a distinct difference between pulling, tugging, and touching. Faith and destiny will not require much effort from you and you do not have to obtain the things that you want with force. What you are supposed to have will easily come to you and if it leaves you, it will surely return without much effort. The woman with the issue of blood, she didn't tug at the man better known as Jesus. She didn't pull him down, nor did she do a mortal combat. She simply touched. So let your golden touch be intentional.